And that's why Marky hates the Chinese. Yeah, I know. So. Oh, hello. You all right? We on, are we? We've been here the whole time. Fucking hell, all this time. We've only just decided to record now. Yeah. Well, once you get chatting, you get chatting, don't you? Yeah. Is this going to be another Christmas episode? Because that's only around the fucking corner, isn't it? <laughs> How many episodes we've we done this year and it's nearly Christmas already? This will uh, be our second, will it? Second episode this year. 2017, get the, in. The last one wasn't even supposed to be a proper episode. The last no. one was supposed to be, oh, so we're ready and we're back used to it again. Yeah, it was meant to be a little <laughs> get back into the throw of things. And we chose Harry Styles. Go back and listen to that. It's our best one. <laughs> oh, on that fucking, fucking note. <laughs> roll the fucking intro. this far yeah i don't think we'd still be going to be honest no i'm surprised we're here i'm surprised we're still alive i think it's due to our fan base yeah i know nine we've people to, we've got to keep them happy i mean we're getting monetized now and we've made up to 15p since 2016 yeah it's all right isn't it that reminds me i must give out the twitter and email address and all that at the end of the show at the Otherwise, end because do it now I don't know it now. Right. We'll <laughs> That's why we've ourselves. never done it before. We've got to learn it ourselves. <laughs> and it, but then so, there's something I really want to do for this episode so that people can get in touch. Yeah. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Tell us what you Belen's doing. I think and, we're going to hear a lot and of have shut some the fuck sort up. of And get some sort of conversation going with anybody who might listen. I keep meaning to do it every episode. Oh. but It's going to be noisy. I'm making a point of going to do that today on this one. Oh, once, right. once we find out what the fuck it is, I believe you. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never seen you look so fervently into my eyes. I truly believe you. Um, God, that Twitter feed's going to get crowded with those nine people, then, isn't it? Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of shut the fuck up as well, isn't there? Well, if there is nine people who listen to us, I'd like to get to know those fuckers. Yeah, fuckers. So off the back of the last one, where we, uh, well, we didn't really tear. Justin Bieber, a new one. What was his name again? Harry Styles. That's the one. I think we were quite fair to him in the end. I think it was more of an attack of pop music, what we were having. Yes. But I still say there's nothing wrong with pop music. It's there for a reason. It's got its place. It's got its reason. You definitely had a valid argument. I think uh, there was was no really concrete outcome at the end of it except for no. we're getting older and pop music is not for us no so yeah that well one. that's it yeah it mean pop music means a lot you know to all those teenage girls or whatever even when you as a kid pop music is there for them really like 
I don't know. Well, it was yesterday. We were talking about the band Snap. And back in 1990 or, or 1989, that's funny enough, it was me and you who... We were both listening to the same thing. It was, still, yeah. you know, it was, it was snap then, though. Yeah. But uh, just to go back to Harry Styles' song and, and pop music. Have you heard Liam Gallagher's new song? No, I haven't. To it's, be honest. it's the same sort of deal. It's the same sort of thing. Is it? Yeah. It's it's just better or worse. I'd say it's better because I suppose Liam Gallagher's got, like him or not, he's yeah. got a rock and roll voice. He yeah, might, well, he, that's it. Sometimes yeah. it sounds like he's putting on that rock and roll voice. You know what I mean when he's putting the Vocal fry, in, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean. But that was pop music. We did that. We can put a pin in that now. Yes, mate. Yeah, then I should give that uh, Gallagher tune a listen. It's all right. It's 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 not offensive. It's not inoffensive. You know what I mean? It's, it's just it's just pop. It serves a purpose on the radio at work or or yeah. whatever. But what pudding have we got today, Rob? Well, we're gonna do Roger Waters' new album. We'll mm. say no. Yeah. When we decided to do this, it was supposed to come out a week or two after the actual album came out. When did this album come out? June? Yeah, unsurprisingly, July. me and you are lazy bastards, Rob. So It's just, you can't, it's trying to find a spare moment to do it, isn't it? Yeah, mostly laziness, though, I think, on uh, on your part, Rob. Mostly your part, I reckon. Your part, Rob. Both of us. All right, then, I'll have that. All right, both of us. Yeah, so... We're doing Roger Waters, mm. the new album. Is this a life you really want, or is it not? I don't know. Is it the it's, life it's, we want? It's called that, isn't it? He ain't give us much fucking choice, though. Has he? No. I mean, we'll get into it. Yeah. Because when you put it on, he, he, he gives you very little leeway, don't he? Is this, <laughs> is this the life you want? Because this is what you fucking got, and I'm telling you. Yeah. Isn't it? But, um, and he does tell you. Yeah, no uncertain terms. It's like an onslaught of <laughs> fucking misery, isn't it? <laughs> Do you think it's an old man having a... Oh, let's get into it later, right. shall we? Okay, then. Why don't we just start off with something a little bit more light-hearted? A bit light-hearted. Maybe. Should we do questions? you got some questions for me this time, I believe. Uh, did you do questions? i done questions. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, look, there. I only wrote them down a minute ago, didn't I? Okay, should we do fire one off each like we did before? Yes. Yeah. You fire the first one off and then, then I'll follow suit. Go on. All right, mate. So we are going to be talking about Roger Waters' new album. Yeah. What's the worst thing a teacher's ever said to you? Um, cool. That's good. Um, I, it was along the lines, I, I might have made it bigger in my head, but they, they said uh, it was a... Um, it was like a regular supply teacher. Do you know one of them ones for like a, a reoccurring supply teacher? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we had a bit of previous with this guy. I don't even remember his name, but we had him for different lessons like RE and then French. And right, then yeah, yeah. Whatever. Just a multi-purpose. Yeah, sometimes he was fucking, he was our form tutor some weeks as well. Like, yeah. But I remember him saying to, you, to me, he didn't say to you, you weren't there. He said, Rob, you're either going to end up being prime minister or in prison. All oh, right. <laughs> and, uh, they haven't knocked on my door to be prime minister yet, so no. <laughs> let's see what's going to fucking happen. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't like that. I remember not liking that at the time. No, being it's pretty horrible thing old. to say. Isn't yeah, it? I think that. I think it all went wrong from that day. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I know they do say Waters has got a point, and he. Yeah. The teachers do say things to fuck you up sometimes. Yeah. That stick with you. 
there's some teachers I've, I've found, like, you know, some <clears throat> want to teach you and then have just got frustrated. Yes. And then some are there, I think, to either touch children or hurt them. <laughs> That's about correct, yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, we'll keep that in. Correct. <laughs> How about you, mate? What uh, was it? Yeah, I just remember doing a school play in junior school mm. and uh, my mum was in the audience to come and see me. Oh, my little boy's in... Because nice. back in junior school, before senior school, kicks confidence out of you. Yeah. They used to pick me for, like, not being big-headed, but they used to pick me for the star roles, like, if it was Arthur and the Stone, I was King Arthur. Was you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And things like that. It was all the star role in nice junior work, school mate. plays. Yeah. And then... Uh, <sighs> Were you fucking bored already? No, <laughs> I was just enjoying the thought of you prancing about. Yeah, like a I, used to, I used to walk the. Do- I used to uh, uh, tread the balls. That's the one. Yeah, and um, yeah, my mum came to see me, and then from the audience, she gave me a little wave. Yeah. So all I had done was give a little wave back to me mum, and then we all went back to the class after the play was over. And uh, Miss Knight. Pulled me to one side and said, look, you must not wave to the audience. Who do you think you are? Do you think you are the absolute star of the show? No, you're not. The audience isn't there just to see you. And she gave me right, right dressing <laughs> down. I was only waving at me, mum, but she yeah. thought I was doing it as if I thought I was a massive star and that. So fuck you, Miss Knight, you ginger cunt. Miss Knight, she worked closely with Martin Scorsese, though, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Knight. More. Anyway, yeah, that's something I'll always remember. It's like, yeah. don't give me dressing down for waving at me mum, man. I know. I didn't even think of the rest of the audience. How was you like? How was you after the rest of the performance after that? Or was that your bit and then out? Did you have to go on feeling a bit nervy because Mrs Knight gave you a dressing no, down? No, no, it was after. It was after. It was just the, the oh, so play, it was afterwards. So yeah, it, the play, after everyone the play applauded and everything, she took you on the side and goes... Uh, Listen, Rob, okay? Yeah, yeah. The play had ended. Yeah. My mum gave me a wave. I waved back at my mum. Yeah. Remember, you're just a kid. I miss fucking night, yeah. okay? Okay, mate. Would you like a question from me? Yes, mate, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've stuck with a Pink Floyd thing as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roger Waters. Do you think that Pink Floyd would have been similar to Waters' albums if they stayed together? I mean, I don't want it to be a yes or no answer. I think... Uh, I've basically gave you a yes or no answer <laughs> question, haven't I? Well, basically, I think yes. Right, I definitely okay, your think question. That, no, but I definitely think they would. I think it's, Waters has done exactly what he would have done with, with Floyd or without Floyd. So do you think... It was like a choice of... Um, pros and cons. Pros and cons of the wall at the time back then, wasn't it? You told me that, and I was really surprised, because I can't imagine the Pink Floyd version of pros and cons of Vichyking, which was Roger Waters' first... Solo album, yes. isn't it? I can't imagine Pink Floyd doing it. No, that's probably got, why they said no to him. He's got Eric Don't... Clapton's solos rattling all over it and slide guitar. It's just, Eric, I suppose. Eric Clapton's best work, I reckon. Yeah, quite possibly. Or the work he did for um, Into the Darkness with Michael Kamen. Some sort of fucking Edge of Darkness. Cool. I don't know that. Yeah, it's all right. It's just instrumental stuff. Like. Right. But yeah, I just can't imagine it. it would, I think it would be a different album, maybe. Like, it'd be, you know? Yeah, it would be a different. It would, it would, I think it would have been more Final Cut-ish. If you know what I mean? Yeah, the feel of it would be more... Final Cut feels so stripped down to me. Well, that's what I mean. That's what people say in it. The Final Cut is more a Walter's solo album. It is. 
And I think that's what would have happened if they chose pros and cons. But because it was a wall, I think everyone got more involved, if you know what I mean. Yeah. They thought it was a better idea. I don't know. I don't know. It's more... It's. I know it's personal to Walters, the wall. But it's more... I think pros and cons is really personal. Yeah. And where the wall every, is a universal thing with ev- that everybody can get behind. And he's made a character out of it as well, you know. I mean, if, if the movie's anything to go by, it's got a definite narrative. Like, you know, it's, yes. it's layered with different things. But let's yeah. not talk about the wall. No, no. Because we'll save that for Christmas, maybe. Yes, mate. Next episode, probably. So, in answer to your question, yeah, I, I think Walters being... Yeah. I just... Being Walters would have got everyone to do what got his own yeah. way as well. I just, I just sometimes I've I've allowed myself to fantasize about it, like you know, just going about my day and thinking, oh, what would it have been like if they carried on? Oh, I do think Radio Chaos wouldn't have been so radio friendly in America. No, it wouldn't have had that eighties no. feel to it because if you listen to Momentarily Lapse of Reason, what's that? Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, that even though it sounds eighties, it's not got that. No, it hasn't. No, it, it hasn't. Not like that, hasn't that, that American sheen, but I still do say that that sheen is on purpose because it's set on through a radio station. I mean, it's easy to justify, but we we are Roger Waters so apologists a, in some be, ways because like, when you get to the end, there's a couple of tracks that it's nothing like eighties pop. It's more your Floyd like spoilers when yeah, the well. nuclear attack and that happens. Oh, yeah. that's not 80s. He can't help himself. Even when he's talking to that little guy, that voice, though, that's that's, that's a bit odd. That's not like an 80s album. No. He's always going to sound like Roger Waters, ain't he? Yes. But that one was... It's hard work, I'd say, because of the time. I reckon when it came out, it would have been brilliant, and even a few years after it, but it feels so set in the time. You know, it's got that... It's even got stuff about the miners striking it and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, well, the, the characters from Wales and stuff, aren't mm. Why not? Right then, mate, got a question for you. Shoot. My mate reckoned he had a dream once where he won a load of 50p's out of the arcades, and when he woke up he saw a 50p slowly disappearing in the palm of his hand. That's mental, ain't it? Mm. Have you ever had a dream where you pulled a remnant of that dream in, out into real life? I mean, I don't know, it's like Freddy Krueger or something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is a bit. <laughs> Well, I remember, I will answer this, because as soon as you started talking, I thought of when I was a kid, eating loads of Milky Bars, uh, Milky Ways, loads of Milky Ways, and in my dream, they were fucking revolting. Like they were, <laughs> right. And this weird substance to them, they were rough, and they didn't taste of much. They didn't taste the Milky Ways, they were shit Milky, dream, dreamy shit Milky Ways. They were fucking awful, they were like, to my taste buds, my dream taste buds, they were stale. And then when I woke up, there was a massive sort of patch on my pillow as if, I don't know, someone might have been licking it quite recently. Oh, really? But, yeah. <laughs> so I can only assume as a seven, eight-year-old boy, I was just going to fucking town on this pillow, imagining there loads of Milky Ways. Yeah. But pillars don't ruin your appetite before a meal either, it turns out, but no. they are quite disgusting. <laughs> no, that's fine. How about you? Was you the man in the dream? (laughs) So was you that boy? Was you the boy in the dream? No, no, it was my mate Tom. He reckoned that he, yeah, he was down the arcades, had a dream that he'd won a load of 50p's. He woke up, he was literally awake and everything, and slowly saw the 50p's disappearing from 
up his hand. Strange. Eh? He swears it's true to this day. It's what the mind can do. Okay, uh, this question is very simple. What Floyd are you? Oh. <laughs> it sounds big-headed, but I've got to say Walters. Yeah. And it's not just because we're doing this podcast. I think... I've always thought that. I, I'd want to be Roger Waters, but I think I'm Gilmore. Right. I think, I mean, I, I do remember you sending me one of those silly online quizzes as well, which Pink Floyd are you? All oh, right. That's, where this, <laughs> that's the genesis of this... this uh, question but after doing it thinking oh yeah no, I'm, I know I'm going to end up being Roger Waters and it gave me D- Dave Gilmore. Gilmore yeah and it gave you Roger Waters I remember your outcome goes because that's what I wanted to be yeah but I think Gilmore's alright though isn't he oh, I fucking love him yeah he's what, brilliant brilliant guitarist I mean we're big Floyd fans I mean go back to episode one yeah you know just not a fan of saxophones Turns out. No, <laughs> that's it. No, no, yeah, you can't be a bit of Gilmore. He's brilliant. It's just that Waters had all the ideas, didn't he? Waters yeah. had all the ideas. Gilmore. And the rest of Floyd got all the gear and no idea, and they? I don't know. I think Gilmore had ideas back in the, I liked, in the I 70s. Mean, you're a massive. You don't like. Oh, no, I would have gone gay for Gilmore in the 70s. I would have gone gay for Seal. <sighs> or Seal. You won't be going for Seal. I would have gone gay for 70s Gilmore. I know that. He was nice and thin. It's the way he wore his hair. <laughs> well, that was mine, just short and quick and punchy. That, that oh, question. my last one's not too quite quick and punchy as well. Uh, how many dogs are there? Oh, there's, a, there's more than nine, I'd say. I'll, yeah, I reckon. I reckon, I reckon <laughs> more than nine. I reckon I could I get through the day. And I'd even go there. so far as say there's more than ten, uh, fifteen. Even fifteen. Yeah, I'm going fifteen. I'm going more than fifteen. That's a pack. That's like a that's a pack of dogs. That is, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a few packs. So I reckon there's more than forty-five. What in England? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in England. I reckon there's more than 45 dogs in England. Easily. And you can quote me on that. All right. All right. I'll write that down. Tell my boy that he likes facts. All right, cool. Thanks, okay. mate. That's all my questions. Right, well, my last question. Um, do you think it's possible to bring a girl to orgasm just by shouting into her vagina? <laughs> I don't think it's possible to bring a girl to orgasm in oh, the first no, place. <laughs> What are you doing wrong, Rob? <laughs> You're just kicking her. Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought that's what you do, isn't it? Not the way I do it, mate. Oh, someone's told me wrong. Anyway, Rob, look, let's get into this album. Yes, mate, it's about time we should do, shouldn't we? We've been waiting 25 years. 25 that's years. It's a long old time. It's a long time. I mean... Off the back of Amused to Death, which is a brilliant album. Yes. I, that was... It weren't my favourite, I suppose. Pros and cons is is very very good. They're all good in their own way, aren't they? They're all different. They're, they're, all yeah, different. All well different. Yeah. Is this they're, one different? I think this one is different. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely more modern. I think it, this one will stand up twenty five years from now. Possibly amused to death is. It sounds like it's rooted in the 90s. Yeah, Radio yeah. Chaos, like we've said, is definitely it's in the 80s. rooted in the 80s. Pros and cons, not so much. They've it's got more timeless. classic it's, rock about it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, 
Yeah, I suppose it's the instruments used in it. It's timeless. Yeah. Where's this? I think he's, he's he hasn't gone over the top with technology or anything like that. You know, no. It, like you know, Radio Chaos. There's some synth noises where you think, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can get that on my little girl's fucking bomb tempi or something like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But this, I think he's been subtle. You know, he's, he's used Nigel Godrich. Which is the Radiohead's producer, mm-hmm. which is a shrewd move because he's probably got his own. He's he's been recording Radiohead for twenty five years, say. Mm-hmm. So he's got his own set way. It'd be interesting to see the making of this album to see if there was a clash of personalities. Because yes, turns out you know Roger Waters ain't the most easy man to get along with. You know. Yeah. I think four ex-wives might testify. Like, you know. <laughs> is it four? <laughs> Something along that. I don't know. I'm guessing his personal life is personal. I suppose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that Radiohead producer thing. Yeah. I would say, Roger. With all this, Roger was there. Roger uh, Floyd, not just Roger. Mm. Floyd invented all this first. Before the Radiohead oh, guy definitely. came along and produced this. I think they lit that. That torch, you know, and and then bands carried on with it, and then I think once prog got forgotten, not forgotten about, but then there was a new wave of bands, especially in the nineties, that mm. picked up where they started, not where they left off, but where they started. Like you know, I thought we can bring this into the twenty first century now. Like you know what I mean? It's like you know, you listen to Radiohead's Kid A, yes, it's far removed from. Uh, the, their previous one, OK Computer. Yeah. You no, know, it sounds like aliens have kidnapped them, done something to them, brought them back down, and then said, "Make a fucking album for us." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yes. But um, we're not talking about radio. We're talking no, about... <laughs> we're talking about the producer of this. Yeah, sorry, because I, I think he he probably plays a big role in this. I'd I'd say. Yeah. Because I am a Radiohead fan. I, I've I've enjoyed all of their albums. I'd say from from the beginning. Yeah. Like you know, even you know. And I think definitely that Nigel, Nigel Godridge is definitely a, a key part in, in this album as well. Yes. I think his ideas do come through. There's there's a couple of tracks off this album where I think I, I can hear his influence maybe. Right. But I, I, just, I, I thought it would just be interesting I to mean, see the clash of heads. You're a much bigger Radio fan than I am. I really like Pablo Hani and OK Computer. God, they're the worst ones. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no but they, at the time it got on my nerves where everyone's going, oh, fucking hell, Radiohead have done an eight-minute-long song, Paranoid Android, you mm. should hear it. But on the next page, some band done another eight, some prog band done a, that song along, oh, fucking prog dinosaurs. It was, prog was still a dirty word. Yeah. Radiohead came out doing prog, and they were hailed as the new kings. But they called it something else. It, it got redesigned. It got redressed. It's, you know, it, it was it was the same thing to my ears, but it just got redistributed. Like, do you know what I mean? So it was it was still prog to my ears. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it, but it was it ever, was. Ever but they developing. were getting hailed as champions while everyone else was being slagged off, and it, that 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 got on my nerves. It irked you, didn't it? Yeah, it did irk me. Anyway. Go on. Enough Radiohead. Let's get off Radiohead. I don't know why you keep going on about them. You've only got them two albums. The first impressions of of the album. Do you remember 
we we always start this. When, when when did you first listen to it? And this is the most recent album we've done. So I mean, I think it's a valid question. Just say what was your first impressions of it when you stuck it on? Uh, my very first impressions of it was I thought it was good. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was classic Walters stuff. Mm. Brilliant. Really good. But at the same time, it wasn't sort of gelling. Yeah. I, thought, I thought, oh man, this is good. And I thought, oh, he's been he's been away for 25 years. This, yeah. is, this is why he doesn't know how to do. <laughs> you thought he'd lost his mojo yeah, along thought, the way. I, I remember even saying to you, I, I said, if he does another one after this, that is going to be amazing because this is the one that's yeah. him getting used to recording and that again. I do remember your early yeah. thoughts on this because I think you might have got it the day before me because it came out and you said, why well, haven't you fucking listened to it yet? Right. And you don't really listen to it. He goes, oh, I don't want to give, I don't want to impression my views upon you. On no, that, yeah, like, you know yeah, I mean? that's Which right. is very kind of you actually because miserable bastard. <laughs> <laughs> No, but because you need your own input on it, like you do, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And funny enough, we 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 did have like polar opposites, really, because I was thinking, I'm so glad that he's back, because we had that we had three singles come out in quick succession before this album was released. Was it, it was it three of them? Yeah, and we were really good, Rob, considering because we love this guy. We literally, you know, between Bob Dylan, oh, Marillion, yeah, and right, this guy, right. we bum the ass off these guys like and we were really sparing we only listened to them a couple of times and say wait for the album because they're going to be placed in the album yeah i didn't in want a that, certain way i didn't want it to be spoiled by a, a brick in the wall part two job yes yeah and it was it was funny how he was releasing singles but i think it was just for maybe a promotion i don't video. think they were just i don't think they were single singles as such no, i think they were just good... like oh this is coming out it's off the new album he's got I, good... just released a video for him or yeah i suppose he's roger waters he's got good representation they're saying look if you want to make an impact here's some promotional videos stick yeah. a song on them like you know what's your three favorite songs yeah. or whatever you know but anyway we avoided it didn't we because we wanted to play we the album good. as a whole which is the best it is. Thing to do. It really is. Oh, even for dirty little nerds like us, little <laughs> anorak people who will do this, go to lengths and, and starve ourselves of things that we like just to get the full effect of it. The junkie would never do that. They'd just bung it straight in their arm and have a way with it. I but... do remember listening to Smell the Roses, mm. but turning it off before the slow bit in the middle and thinking, and then not knowing that there was that sort of slow bit in the middle that right. breakdown in the middle and just I, I didn't like it really so I didn't like Smell the Roses no, yeah I, I know what you mean it was a and few then, and then you said no you should hear the whole thing and then I played the whole thing and I said to you oh yeah I didn't know there was like a breakdown in the middle and yeah. sort of because it was that the song it was kind of in one song he managed to reference like uh, he, he managed to span like three Pink Floyd albums in one song. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah, but I thought it was clever. I didn't think it was a cop out or anything because it's not nothing he previously done. He's probably so used to playing those fucking Pink Floyd songs yeah. in, his, in his live sets anyway because he will go through every fucking album that he's ever been on. Like you know what I mean? It wouldn't surprise me if he starts playing Division Bell next year. <laughs> well, we'll get into it later, I guess. But I, I think that he should have kept. 
Smell the Roses as a standalone single mm. and, and not put it on the album. That's a good point, actually. But what, we, we, we'll get into that later when we talk about the song. Yeah, we'll see what's left on the on the um, the studio floor. Like what what tape got what what didn't make the album because the album I, I don't know what is racks in at the running time or anything. But he's got seems quite short. I couldn't tell you, mate. It's probably saying a bit perfect recent. running time for an album's 40, 50 minutes. I think 40, 40 to forty five minutes. I reckon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forty to fifty minutes. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's the first track when you stick this on, very reminiscent of Pink Floyd. It starts oh. like it could start like any of the fucking albums. It starts like Dark Side. It starts yeah. like The Wall. It starts. So you've like, got a ticking it? clock in it. Is yeah. it a ticking clock on this on the on the start? It's got a there ticking clock. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you think. That he's got the TV on, but it turns out he's, he's like a strange. This is why it all starts muffled and then gradually comes clearer and clearer. I love that little trick when it's it's just it starts it just bit of clarity, bit of clarity, <laughs> bit of clarity until you realise what he's saying, and then it's loads of him. How lucky are we to have all these Roger Waters right on the first track? <laughs> There's about fucking eight of him. <laughs> uh. Did you pick out any of the things he's saying in this? Uh, mostly that he, he likes... What, from what I got from it is that... Uh, yeah, I could hear what he's saying, but the message what felt like it was like world's leaders ain't too far removed from that locker room public school boy bravado. Oh, do you think? Is that what you got yeah, from it? Yeah, like, like, you know, because you've got that that locker room... Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm fucking. I'm not very well at the moment. You might be able to hear it in my voice. <laughs> uh, that that, that uh, locker room uh, fraternity. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, where yeah. It's, 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 who's our lot? Our politicians at the fucking wanker club where they go and trash yeah. a fucking. On, on all that. What are they yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to get bogged down with it. But that's what I thought. That, that it's just this locker room. Philosophy, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's that's where the world leaders <laughs> come from. There is a word for it, isn't it? It's, I yeah, can't no. think what it is. It's the locker room, uh... <laughs> locker room philosophy. Sounds like a brilliant band, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, no, I never got that at all. That's I only... literally because the track is called "When When We Were Young." Yeah, I literally thought he was talking about, well, literal terms, when we were young. Yeah, and you get that whole school thing. Yeah, and uh, pissing over the wall, pissing up a, bit a of wall, tarmac. and all that. And uh, when he says, "I'm still ugly and you're still fat," mm. do you think that's a dig at Gilmore? It could be. It could be because he's still ugly and you're still fat. I don't know. Because when we were young and we were in Floyd together, he was a skinny fucker though, wasn't he? They I've, were all skinny. Don't he, I've still got spots. Yeah, he says that as well, doesn't he? Still got spots. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I don't, I, I don't quite rightly know what he was going on about. But for the sake mm. of opening an album, it might have been yeah, personal. That's to interesting. You have got the whole politicians are still in the whole well, locker room. Only because of the, the locker vo- room philosophy. <laughs> it's only because oh, of the vibe of the album, and I can imagine Trump being there, rolling up his towel and whipping the young new. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, yeah. in and like you know and that's and there is a load of arse slapping and back rubbing and things like that going on and, and apparently these are going to turn into our world fucking leaders yeah. and they're just kids and it hasn't changed since then like do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean I, I just know exactly what you're saying yeah but I didn't get that and like I say I just thought it was talking about when he was young when he was in his Floyd together with, no, with Gilmore rowing with Gilmore I'm still ugly you're still yeah. fat 
But I, that, I, he says I'm still afraid. Yeah, which might have been. Don't something. answer that. What's that bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like? yeah. But and then just before I think uh, the album proper starts, mm. he says, "Who gives a fuck anyway? All that shit don't matter yeah. compared to what's coming and the rest of this. I'm gonna bombard compared to the state of the world now." Yeah. Who gives a fuck about all that sh- shit back then anyway? That's almost like a warning for the album what he's about to give us as well. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we should we should stay say that we I really like this album. I think you like this album as well. So but yeah, I love it. We're not we're not ready to slate it. No, oh, no, no. Just because it was such a heavy fucking subject. Like, you know, heavy it's a heavy album, man. Yeah, you know, despite his beautiful melodies, and he's he's got a really good sense of melody on this album, actually, yes. more so than anything previously. What he's done, he's got similar tropes. What he's been doing yes. on all his albums, but I th- I think he's I suppose he was involved in a few operas and that. Maybe he's got a sense of harmony and. Melody. Did you ever listen to that opera? No, either? I can't get through opera, mate. I can barely get through a theme tune. I know. I just thought it'd be opera, but with what was slant. But it's just an opera. Yeah. So it's just... It's just something he had to do. He's probably trying to feel up wife number six. You'd think he'd have... But no. It could have been written by one of those proper opera guys. (laughs) Whatever their names are. You know what I mean? It's nothing like... like no, yes. no, I expect it would be So, like good that. job from him for doing an opera. Well, it's but the same as our lesson to him. My street. He turned up on Desert Island Disc, and I could not wait to listen to it. And he chose such a pile of poop that I just thought, <laughs> fuck me, this is like one of the rock idols. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they always do that. They always let you down on that. But when we bust into the album, track number two. Track number two kicks the album off proper, doesn't it? Mm. And fittingly enough, from Roger. If I was God, yeah, what would he do? If Roger was God, well, I'm pretty sure he thinks he's fucking God, man. So this is deja vu, isn't it? Yes. So straight away he's, he's kicking it off in his typical Roger Waters fashion. I'd say he hasn't let me down from from the opening chords and, and no. lyrics. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's no, just... it's, you're in. Yeah. It's Rog. It's yeah, it's it's Rog, man. It's Rog. <laughs> but, it's Floydian. Yeah, he's, he's, he's and, what he's done. He's done that strange little opening, and and you don't know what to expect. He's made that track one a minute. It might be a minute and of weirdness, really. Yes. Like, you know. But then he started, and this was one of the singles too. So I think he's obviously. So I'm just going for a pee. He comes in with the opening line, "If I was God." Yeah, I mean. He's not too far. Like I say, he's not too far removed from it. You hear him, like I mean, he either takes himself really seriously or he's taking the piss out of himself. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's just. Uh, I think he knows what he can be like. I don't know. He, he lives a different <laughs> life to us, like because yeah. he's he's been, uh, what's the word? Um, cosmic, fucking. St- Stratospheric. What's yeah, that word? Yeah, yeah. stratospheric. Stratospheric since he was 25 or whatever, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Probably younger than that. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. He believes he's like, that's why, that's why he sent Sid crazy. What do you reckon on this song? I, I love know it. We've, I know we've just saying it. it's a brilliant song, isn't it? I love it. I think uh, the, the, 
strings work well. He, what he's done, he's, he started off... Strings? Final cuts. Straight out of the final cut. Yes. Of. I, I think there's there's a lot of final cut on oh, yeah. this. I can Even hear. when he mentions electronic eyes. Or even he mentions electronic eyes on this song. He goes on about electronic eyes on the final... Does on, the, on the final... Yeah. I've forgotten about that. No. And, yeah. The actual, tr- the actual track, Final Cut. Yeah. Driving me insane. Is that Final Cut? No. What was that on there? That's, um, I think that's the Gunner's Dream. Yeah. It's a great album. Final Cut. Yeah. It I only me, bought it. It makes me cry. Since every we've been mates. Time. We've, we've only been mates about 15 years or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been quite a while. But I only bought it about 10 years ago or something like that. I never owned Final Cut. And you said, get it. Don't listen to the fucking reviews about it. It's brilliant. No, I don't know why everyone says it's shit. I know. It's, it's fucking, fucking excellent. Brilliant. Anyway, let's back to this. We yeah, sorry. <laughs> spoken about but every I album think, but this one. But with this album, because there's so many callbacks on it, yeah, we're bound to be start talking about the but old. I've noticed on this album, he's done it in a clever way. There's there's little things what he's saying, like, wish you were here in Guantanamo Bay. Yes. And even though it, that's a completely separate lyric from everything, he's still saying the words "wish you were here." Yeah. So it's like loads um, of stuff like that's like, like electronic eyes. What I just yeah. mentioned, yeah. And it, so he's he's gave all these little nods and winks on this album. Yeah. And it's it's very clever, I think. Like if if you're in the know, or even "wish you were here" is an obvious one. Electronic eyes. I'm, I mean, now I've got to go listen to fucking Final Cut again, haven't <laughs> I? Like you know, I'm going to be double sad. Oh mate. Would you send me pack in or would you take me home? Gets I'll me take every you time. Home, Rob. <laughs> and also on this track, we get first great Waters shout. Yeah. It's like what we've missed for 25 years, really. Yes. Like, because he's done fuck all. I know. Like, you know? He's just rehashing the old stuff over and over again. But he's a. Uh, it's, it's just so. It just seems like such a waste to me. 25 years. He could have. How many albums could you have done in this time of this quality? Well, not even of this quality. I would, I would have happily took some free star albums, like you know, just to have, yeah, I'll, have yeah. it just circulating in because you know we're musicians and and you sort of carry on what what you listen to, you absorb and experience, and then mm. that somehow carries out. And I could do with a bit more fucking. I've ripped off everything there is to do with Pink Floyd, and I need a bit more waters to rip off, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. and I could have done with it when I'm running I know. dry. It's, it seems like such a waste of 25 years. Um, One every five years. I think that would have been... On the, on this track, though, it's, it's evident that his voice is in good form as well. Yeah, it's like it, that. That's what filled me with confidence. I'm thinking, well, he's sounding good. He's, he's, his voice ain't for everyone, but no. I, I think Roger Waters got a fantastic voice. He screams. Yes, he does I think a good sort of narrating voice. It's just a good. I don't know. I just think it's a good. Every you don't man think voice. of him as as a singer, though. Really, no. You know, I, I barely think of him as a bass player, even though he's a on point bass player. Like you know, yeah, his voice. It's just got a way of cutting. I don't know, it just gets you. It's yeah. just every man. I don't know, it's just... I, 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 I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's, he's it's not punk before punk, because he's, he's saying that he's got the same feelings of punk without having the... Yes. I don't know, he's still got the aggression, but he's singing it in a more traditional rock kind of way, I suppose, like, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, I don't know, he's, he's a good... I'd, I'd have him as world leader. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He couldn't go far wrong. I mean, the way... Uh, 
this is a political album, like yes. you know, and I suppose the way our it's it's our political views. I mean, we lean to the left, like you know. So this is almost like. It's, it's, well, he says in this, doesn't it? You lean to the left, but you vote to the right. I didn't vote to the right, but no. I suppose that's what he's saying about a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people are being hypocrites and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's so much on this album. He has a go at a lot of people and at everyone and everything. He don't like anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking pit bull who's just been fed outside. He doesn't like anything. It's good. But a great opening track, I'd it say. It is, definitely. You know, and I'll tell you what. One thing, go on. you get all this, you know, if I was God, I would have done this, the drone thing. Yeah, I like, like The electronic eye bombing some, I don't know, He's some woman apps, cooking man. a bone, some woman cooking, a, uh, being bombed and all that stuff. And then one of the final verses on it goes, oh, all that, what I just said, uh, but I'm still missing you. Yeah. Why does he do that for? I don't know. Is that? Nor do I, but it got on my nerves. <laughs> it was a bit of a cop out because it all suddenly he, he literally went into a. It just goes love. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like that. Do you reckon he's put it in for ex-wife number six? I don't, I don't know. Don't get me wrong, because I love like the final track on this album. Yeah, it's a beautiful love song. Yeah, I don't mind a love song. He does a good love song, but, but then don't. Go on about a drone bombing someone and then just at the end say, I'm still missing you. Do you think it's a human touch what he's trying to put on? Because drones is almost like computer violence, but done in the real world. So he's trying to put a bit of emotion in it. You know, I I don't know. We cannot answer. No, yeah. Uh, That's just one thing that irks me a bit. Like, we can't be all the way up his ass, can we? So I'm just saying. Okay, right up to the fucking hilt. Right up to the hilt. I'll tell you what he has done, though. What's he done? He's left the telly on for this next track. Yeah, he has. He can hear the telly blasting. But he's got a way of making something really atmospheric. Yeah, because I'd say 95% of households have got their TV on right now. Yes. And it's two in the morning. What the fuck are they doing? No, (laughs) but do you know what I mean? So when you're coming from work, the TV's on. The TV's, all the furniture is pointed towards the fucking television, like, you know? So all he's doing is making you feel at home, I suppose. Like, it's almost like, it's his way of of, uh, settling you because he's going to unsettle you, like, you know, because he's going to say a lot of stuff. But he he does it every time. When was the first time he done it? Was it The Wall? I guess it was the wall. I would have thought it'd be earlier, but I guess it is the wall the telly comes on, isn't it? Because I think TV played a big part in the wall, actually, because, you know, the 20, how many channels of shit on the TV to yeah, choose yeah, from yeah. and things like that. But He's just monging out in front of the TV. And he it? loves that telly. Yeah, he needs to turn it off, though, doesn't he? <laughs> to be fair. Yes, he does. And also another heart back to Mute to Death, where... But, He's having a go at us for watching TV all the time. Yeah. What was the monkey know? We're all the fucking monkeys, aren't we? We're all the fucking monkey watching the box in the corner, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, one thing's evident on the the album already. He's painting the pictures. He's always poetic. Like, his lyrics never get picked up either. Like, you know, I mean, we're gonna. But uh, he's never 
remembered as like um I mean he was the main lyricist, but he's not he's not up there with I don't know, even like David Bowie or Bob Dylan oh, or God he's better than he's way better than David Bowie. I know. But David Bowie gets remembered for certain lines or certain choruses. Well, they and do like cut that. out a book, throw them up in the air, and however they landed, he'd sing them. Actually, all he? I do is just uh, hoof a load of coke up my nose and then just cut these oh, out. Yeah, amazing, just cut these out. Fucking. Oh, Roger Waters always been genius lyricist yeah. to me. One, my hero lyricist. Really? Yeah, I would say. So yeah. you put him above everyone, really? Uh it's one of those things where you can't really have a top. Because no. I put David Gedge from The Wedding Present as one of them as well, but he's not in the same it's a different genre. Category, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not one who cuts to the bone, I suppose. He's he's more uh, he's a bit more street level, isn't he, Gedge? Like, you know? Yeah. He's, he, he'll say what we would say, whereas Roger Waters would say something what your heart would say or soul would say. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We're about saying yeah. a bit too poncy, namby-pamby. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, uh, yeah, it's just different style of music. Yeah. But yeah, well, well, the same as Paul Weller or something back in the jam. He, he was it was street voice, and yes. then there's like you know the spiritual voice or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. It's you more know, to give a dynamic. Yeah, there's more the lyrics. You know the kitchen sink lyrics. Yeah, that would suit kitchen. Yeah, and then Roger says lyrics that are more universal that are fit. Would fit everybody. Do you think? Yeah. No, I think that's a good do, description. Do, do you know actually. what I mean? Whereas bands like the Wedding Present, that is almost typical. You can't imagine them doing very well in Canada or America or no. Do you know what I mean? No. Or Belgium? Yeah, it's, yeah, it seems yeah, quite yeah. for an hour. The, the Smiths. Fucking Waters goes know. on about I don't know the hopes and fears of every man. Or us and them, and, and and you know. Yeah, and all that. But anyway. Yep, fucking hell. Fucking hell. Yeah. Can't be helped. Oh, we still want... What do you think this song's about? Is it I about have no that? idea. I have no idea what song we're on. <laughs> Is it about that dead kid? <laughs> <laughs> Is it about that dead kid on about... the beach and that? Rob, you've got to explain yourself now. Oh, right, go and tell a fan of because dead kid. Because you can't just it was say all, that. It was all that image. that uh, It was all in the papers, all over the news and everything about the refugees. Because this track is called The Last Refugee. Right, yeah. Of course it is. And uh, what's funny, mate? You think there's something no, no. about a <laughs> kid on a beach, do you? <laughs> right, we've got to get through this story without laughing because it seems really... Disrespectful <laughs> to all the dead kids around the world, really. It does. Right. I know. We just started off like that, like like laughing in church or something. Go on, Rob. I know. It's quite hard to make out the lyrics to this one. I think it's quite... Not obscurely. I mean, he's going on about lemon tree skies. What the fucking lemon tree no, skies? No, that's his poetic license, though, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? He's, he's painting the pictures, you know, he's with, with his lyrics. He's 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 good at that. So it it ain't necessarily got to be about anything. It's, it's setting the no. scene, I suppose, and he does it really well. Yeah, but I do think the gist of this is about that. It, it was a horrific image mm. about the, the the dead. I was a four or five year old kid on the washed up on the beach from one of the sunk boats. 
and I think this song, and there's a few lyrical cl- clues in this song that do lead you to think that I, I dreamt I was kissing my child goodbye and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And and the song is called The Last Refugee, so whether it is or not, I don't know, but that's sort of yeah. what I think he's getting at. I think it's good research, mate. I, I just I, I took it as just a poetic, <laughs> almost third track. Like I just listened to it as as just on the basis that it was on the album. Like I weren't really looking for anything. Like do you know what I mean? No, I, I just That's sort of I mean. like, enjoyed it's hard, it. Like, it's know. a hard one to tell what it he's is. going on about in this one in this song. The thing about the album I is think. as well is is that. It's there if you want to learn about it because it's it's rich in political stuff. It's rich in in, in learning stuff. He's going to tell you his views and and it feels like because of who it is, it's just unarguable truth what he's telling you. Like, do you know what I mean? Because it's Roger yeah. Waters and we hold him dear. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. So anything he says, you're going to take as absolute fucking truth. Like, it's do you know yeah. what I mean? But I do find myself thinking. Most of the stuff, what he's saying, oh. like oh. we're on his side easily. I, I, I mean, after listening to this album, I mean, I've only listened to it like five, six times. But you know, when I was listening to it, it was when it came out, and probably listened to it four times on the spin. He was my inboard fucking narrative, like you know, it was his voice <laughs> telling me what to do and stuff. Like yes. you know what I mean? He's, he's got a knack for that. But anyway, swiftly moving on. Yes, mate. Uh, what we picture, picture that? Uh, I don't Starts know where getting, things start getting rocky. Yeah, and sweary. Definitely sweary. He's got a potty mouth on this one. Oh, I love it that he's swearing more. Is it uh, your favourite track on the album? Yeah, it was mine to begin with. Definitely mine to be same with you. Yeah, it's mine to begin with. Now it's a toss up. Yeah, I, I reckon we might be a bit similar on this, but yeah. but you're right. It's good to hear the the rock comes in not early, but I, I suppose. He's give it time to breathe, and then he's come yeah. in with this. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's a fucking great track. It is, and all it is is a list of things, really. Like, yes. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's clever in its simplicity. Yeah, there's a lot of things on this. I don't know what he's saying. Imagine the skull, a uh, picture, the skull and bones man, or something. He's going on about. I don't know. I can't fathom that one out. No, I suppose you ain't got. To. I picture think that... me holding the keys. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, oh, there's a little whisper in that, and I wish I knew what it says. Go on. Just funnily enough, after that line, after that, after the picture of my hands turning the key, mm-hmm. there's a whisper in the background Is that's there? saying something, I that, and mate. I don't know what it's saying. Good find. I'd love to know what it's what it's saying. Ooh, I feel but like turning no fucking podcast no, no off fucking and then no. we can go with it now, like you know. How do you find these? But you always manage to find. It's like when you brought the the artwork to the Marillion album over like you well you bought the album on, <laughs> but it yes. never arrived no, so yeah, we yeah. could have a look at the gatefold yeah. and everything but so you printed it off so we could have a good have, look have a proper look yeah. and there was all these different puzzles on it and you, I don't know you managed to find I love all that I think it makes it is a, good it makes a good record you know? I, I, I do get a bit envious because you always manage to dig it out you, you always manage to find it like you know what I mean yeah, thanks. Good work. You do too. You come up with the, I don't know. I didn't know Nigel, Nigel Radiohead. Nigel Radiohead even produced this album. He was christened that. So he's getting us to picture things in this song, mm. like swearing a lot, 
picture, picture of shit. What is it? A picture of shit house. Picture from... of a monkey wanking his cock. A picture of a lovely <laughs> young lad playing with snot. <laughs> I don't think he quite says that. I can't remember. I haven't got the lyrics in front of me. Picture of sh- picture of shit house with no fucking doors. Picture of whore picture house of pi- with no fucking whores. Yeah. yeah, a cat house. I like that. You yes, it a cat house. That's a good name for a whore well, house. I've never heard that before. No, it's good. And I've been to show many. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Picture of leader with no fucking brains. Probably the best the best line. line but and what? then it echoes, and then that echoes out, and then the song kicks brains, in with drums brains, and everything. It's brains, fucking. Brains. See, yeah, it does yeah, follow yeah. them. Tropes like you know, like uh, those those little signature things, yeah. and, and that's what I really welcomed. Yeah. You know, listening to the album, like you know, on those first impressions, and thinking he's ticking the boxes. He's ticking the boxes, but he invented all this shit, so he's got quite the right to do ways. it. He's yeah, br- br- brilliant. Could, he'll be the first to tell you that as well. Yeah, he's so he, fucking yeah. happy that you said that, Rob. <laughs> we should send him this podcast. Yeah. Well, I can't think of anyone All else who's doing to listen to this anyway. Yeah, no, don't. Right, on to the next one. Yeah, what have we got? Uh, Broken Bones. Okay, it's acoustic track. It starts with a... It's like a... Yeah. I mean, this that cough is shit compared to the Wish You Were Here one, innit? Yeah. Oh, I think... I think, I think his cough he ain't got as good. I know he's arcing back to old Floyd records, but don't do a shit cough. Uh, don't it, even put a cough. Do you reckon he could have... He, he phoned up. I reckon the phone call went something like this. He's like, hello, David. I, I, I thought you could um, come in and do a cough for me, you know, like on Wish You Were Oh, fuck off, Roger. I'm making my own fucking hell now <laughs> about being on some sort of peninsula. He's <laughs> got... um. Like a pros and cons bit feeling about this one as yeah, well. Yeah, another like. sort of solo-y acoustic. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, speaking of solos, there's fuck all to speak of in this album, isn't no, there? No, there's hardly any. Do you think it misses it at all? I think it does. Yeah. In... Because there are a lot, a lot of um, subtle songs on this. Like, the rocky ones are quite rocky, and they're, they're good... Um, you know, we'll get to it, but like, um, what was the first single? It's Smell, yeah, the, Smell roses, the Roses, like, you yeah. know, and it's definitely of that, that, you know, it's rocky and it's got different rhythms in it. Yeah, it, it was, it, that was fucking begging for a solo, basically, wasn't it? Like, you know, it was, well, yeah, that song in particular was, yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Uh, the first few times I heard this album, I was thinking, oh, it needs solos, it needs. Gilmore or any of the other or the, uh, Eric Clapton yeah. or Jeff Beck for Amused was it Jeff Beck on Amused shit was he is it Beck I've never it? read the inlay for that Jeff Beck was on it <sighs> okay. don't quote me on that because I'll get mixed up between two people Jimmy Page no Jeff Beck, no Jeff Beck and it might well be Jeff should we fucking Emelda Stanton <laughs> no no yeah it was it was Jeff Beck Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, man. Yeah, I I'm going to listen to that again now and yeah. listen to, like, because Jeff and Beck is probably one of, well, he's, he's a fucking wizard, man. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure if he played on all the all the songs on Amused to Death, but he's definitely on that album as a as guitarist. So he gave up on the guitarist for this. Yeah, because to my ears, I, I think it's on this track that he only plays, you know. Well, there's some keyboard riffs on this. 
track in there, sort of. Dun, dun, That's where he's getting dun, his wrist from. Because yeah. there's, there's no loud guitars, which is odd, no. really, because we both come from a guitar background, but we're finding this... I think this is his best album. I, I think it, it it might be it might overtake from pros and cons, even though pros and cons is it's up it's up there. This because will, like you said, sorry, it's butting. Uh, chaos and Radio Chaos and Amuse to Death. Our date, our time hasn't. But the 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 content of this might be dated. I suppose twenty five years from now, like you know, like because you know who's Trump. You know, we're saying that there's yeah. there's going to be another political leader that you can say has got no fucking brains. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, I mean, everyone, it's, it's that, easy, everyone but... that comes along, isn't it? Then... Drones, drones. They were still using drones. drones. Now I'll get my eye. Now I'll get my eye flyers out and just remote control them around. Eye flyers. Yeah. I'm not even using eye flyers anymore. I've got eardrum loafers. <sighs> Tell you what, though. Moving on to the next track. Fucker's still got his TV on, isn't he? Yes. He, he must be spending a fortune on his electricity bill. It's always <laughs> I, on. I would have turned. The, I would have changed the channel by now. But uh, this one, we get the nice uh, ramblings of Donald Trump, don't we? Yeah, we do actually. For this title, the I suppose title that's track. where it would date it. You know, whether you know you've got your eyeball flyers or eardrum yes. loafers. It's still Donald Trump's voice on it, I suppose, isn't it? Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon he must have put this in at the last, last minute, minute because because he's saying... recent thing he said as Yeah, well. because Trump is saying, I won, I won, or something like that, and he's going on about that. Yeah. He won. So he won. And this was coming at... I don't... It was, yeah. At least a week... Uh, no. At the most a week or so before this came... When did Trump become president? November last year, wasn't it? It was finalised, wasn't it? It was. We knew late last year that Trump was going to be president this year, wasn't okay. it? Oh, okay. I don't know. Time goes so fast these days, Rob. Oh, no, it feels like we're hurtling towards the grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're probably right. But even so, still quite. Didn't for, take for a an fucking... album. Yeah. Stick that in there, and then. Get it processed and everything, and out. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know when Trump said that. I won. No, we should have researched it. We should have done. I just it's not our style. Have Anyone who's listened to the road. previous seven episodes would understand <laughs> how this <laughs> fucking podcast worked by now. But yeah, I thought that was quite. I do remember thinking, oh, whoa. When I first listened to this, I remember thinking, whoa, that's that is up to date. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I suppose that's what I'm getting at. It is a yeah. very topical album, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, he's he's done good to craft it in in. He's got everything in there. What what is relevant today? Yes, I always used to make a joke about because it's been 25 years and we haven't had an album from him. Yeah. Every year something came out, or something major happened in the news, like nine eleven. I always. Well, I don't say I always used to make this joke, but like one of my things I used to say is, uh, "No, Roger was going to release an album, but nine eleven's happened now, so he's got to do an album about that." Yeah. And then, by the time he's wrote that, something else has happened, like the, I don't know, the Afghanistan war or something. Yeah. And, um, yeah, um, 
no, I can't release that. It's, that's, that's too old news. Yeah, you know. Right, yeah. So he's, he's, he feels like it might be forever chasing that. that yeah, forever, thing. forever. Yeah. When it and turns that's why out, he could never release an album because all he really needs is a divorce and think, fucking hell, the alimony's killing me. Let's bring an album out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's why he's done it? No, it was recent. Like, or do you think it's because he ain't got long left? Oh, don't say that, mate. <laughs> I know, After a couple of years we've had, I'll tell you I what, know. since Rick Mal left us in the middle of 2014, it's been a constant, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, Lemmy never got the fucking credit what he deserved in our circles, because no. like, a few days later, David Bowie died. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, sort of overshadowed. And I don't like the way our friend Julie notified us as well, like straight off in the morning, she goes, David Bowie's dead, like that. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it affected me. <laughs> anyway, what we up to? Yeah, it weren't a nice way to break the news, was it? Nope. Uh, well, we 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 we're on this song, weren't we? Well, that's why we were talking about Trump because it oh, kicks right, off yeah. with the sound sample of Trump saying he's one, he's one. Uh, MC Roger Waters on this bit of rapping, mate. Yes, he does go all Ian Jury on this, actually, doesn't he? <laughs> Thinking about it. But he, he he does it in his own way, actually, doesn't he? Like, you know? Yeah, it still works. It's not a silly old man trying to rap. No, no, no. no. It's brilliant. It's, it's, yeah. It's, I don't think it's influenced by rap or Ian Jury at all. No. Or even, you know, John Cooper Clark. But he's it, it's, it's just... He, he, he's good at... Um, He's, he's good at the composition of a of a tune. Yeah, like, you oh know God, what I mean. Yeah. He knows what is meant to go in there. Like yeah. you know, we knew, oh, we knew we was going to bum this fucking album. Really, <laughs> like, yeah, ants starts going on about ants. Oh, we really well, we really like the ants, but in a way, we really are like some ants. He does trying that, to find some fucking syrup. Yeah, and he's trying to get us like monkeys, and he's trying to get us like he's he's always trying to tag us on with a different animal, insect slash mammal, right? He is. Um, on on some of the lyrics on this, he says the word fear a lot. Fear, yeah, is keeping us down. Fear of all those foreigners, yeah, and all that. It just reminded me, is this something I want to say and something I've been noticing lately? Boom kicker. No, no, sorry. And and I think it's a trend and I think it's a good trend and I think it's a trend that's on the rise. Go on. And I'm sorry to go on about it. No, this is interesting. But... uh, Captured me. As we know... I love the band Marillion. We've already mentioned them today. I was right. trying to do a I've podcast. I've really lost interest all of a sudden. <laughs> I was trying to do a podcast without mentioning them. <laughs> but their latest album is called, he's actually called Fear. Yeah. It stands for something as well. It stands it? for Fuck Every Run and Run. Yeah. Do you think rock stars are in the know? They're, they're, they've got their ear to the ground like dogs running away from a volcano. I don't know. I think, it's a, I, think it's a mo- I think it's a movement because apparently. Uh, and and that is a, and that for them, especially for Marillion, is a very uh, political album as well. And Roger's done this political album. Yeah. They're almost the modern day equivalent of protest albums, I think. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Could be onto something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? The world's so fucked up now, and I think bands are coming forward as as old as they are, and actually writing songs that got a political meaning, political 
slant, if you like, and actually protesting against all this shit that the, our leaders are giving us. Well, it seems like... And apparently... Um, uh, sorry to go, go on. on. Another one, um, Stephen Wilson from Porcupine Tree. I haven't heard it or nothing, but apparently he's... Second new, mention on the podcast today, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Very strange. Um, his new album's got a load of uh, political anti stuff on there too. People so. are sick of it, mate. Same, That's what same. I mean. We need we need a revolution. I think we said on it. I think we said on this podcast before. We need a sorry. buzz around anyway, though. Uh, haven't you noticed like a, a certain desperate, doomy feeling about everything at the moment? Oh like, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. Something's definitely going down. Like, yeah, it you definitely know. is going down. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. You. No, yeah. no, no. I agree with you. There is, and there's this, there's this horrible feeling about, isn't there? There's a horrible vibe around. Yeah. It's just you can't put your finger on it. It's just, it's just fucking everything shit. But in the meantime, at least we've got our rock stars churning out good albums. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Right? You know. But I can't. It, it was just. I thought that was a good thing that bands are coming up and doing. Mm. If you like, you know, inverted, inverted yeah. fingers. Political, political protest, protest albums, albums yeah. instead of protest just... rock. Yeah, it's punk it's again, isn't it? Like, yeah, because you know, it... can you think of any other bands that have been doing this sort? Of... What like recent bands? Are yeah, they? no, they're wrapped up in themselves. That's what I mean. So these, I mean, that's just the because f- of the circles I'm in. That's just the three that I've heard of. There might be a load more coming up. So hopefully, we get some well. sort of All... musical re- revolution. I think prog is where it lies, obviously. Like, you know, prog's where the messages are coming in, are being filtered, that where we're, we're getting the information from. We've got Roger Walters, we've got Marillion, we've got Porcupine <laughs> Tree. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like you can't say it in a two-minute pop song. It's got to be in a 12, 8, 5-minute fucking <laughs> rant, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's just something of fault. Definitely. Well, like. not fault. I just thought, yeah. Just, Holds a lot of water. It's, it's funny how... Like I know it's Marillion. No, I'm always embarrassed of them. What Marillion? Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't be, but like when I always mention them all the time. But I'm just saying it was just funny how they bought that, and, and, and there was no, uh, there was no other albums out that I'd heard. And I listened to a lot of music that, yeah. you know, facing this shit that we're in these yeah, days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and it is good. I, I think um, it's good that. These old guys are fucking saying it. These old, um, dare I say it, rich guys. I mean, Roger Waters, he don't need to tell us this. He could tell us how much he's enjoying his time on a fucking p- private island or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's always involved in it. At least he's a, he's an upstart. As much trouble as he's getting in all the time. All the time I'm reading about him, him and Israel. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I don't and, know where it's coming is, from I'm with that. I'm completely out of my depth when it comes to this. Because I'm completely out of my depth. Don't fucking pick a side. Just say, look, that's going on and fucking, you know, good luck, guys. Yeah. Hope you sort it out soon. Yeah. Throw a bacon sandwich into the mix. See what happens. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think we should talk about the word nincompoop, though, shouldn't we? Yeah. Why does he use this word? It was such a letdown. It was such a letdown when listening to the album. I mean, the whole album so far has been so full of anger and bile and... Yeah, and he's been doing some really top-notch swearing. Been doing some proper top-notch swears. Right, I've, You're right. I've learned new swear words because of it. <laughs> I've taught me... I'll let my boy listen to it. He's, he's the favourite on the playground at the moment. Right. But he says nincompoop. He's going to get bullied, isn't he? It was on in the car on the way around. And uh, 
my wife has given me a lift. And uh, on one of the previous tracks, when he says, uh, like what you said earlier, oh, imagine a shit house with no fucking doors. Yeah. My wife lifted her head up and said, I beg your pardon. Yeah, he still manages to offend a mother. <laughs> yeah, you so know what I mean? It. It's, it's, it's still rock and roll. It's doing it's, it's serving its purpose. But when you say nincompoop, yeah, I don't think I might have uttered that word. I knew what the word was, but I've what, never used it until listening what, to this fucking what album. What does he say in the context? Why does he say nincompoop? He says, uh, when a... When a he doesn't say when you... Not voted for a nincompoop, but it's along them when lines. When the president is, is a nincompoop. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I suppose it fits well with the with the Trump sound sample at the beginning. Yeah, but you, you can't... You, nincompoop. Yeah, just call him... Don't call him a nincompoop. Yeah. Nincompoop. Nincompoop. He's got the same rhythm as total cunt. Yeah. Like, you know, you could say... You could put that. You know, motherfucker. You know, you could <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you could put whatever you like in there, or you take the piss out of his head. I suppose it's a silly dig. I don't know why he's using nincompoop. Nincompoop. I know. Is, it, it sounds it, like I, I reckon I could write a child story called nincompoop. I know. You know, it's out, it's out of place in it. It's just, ugh. especially after all that brilliant swearing. Yeah. You know, and brilliant lyrics, brilliant swearing. <laughs> it, it was the bit where Not that we're all about swearing. Oh, we kind we're, of are. We fucking are. But. It, I remember listening. I was listening to it down here, in Shabby Road. This little little hole down the bottom of my garden, and it just stopped. It stopped me dead. And I remember like stopping the album, thinking, "Well, I'm gonna have to go get another beer or something." Yeah. <laughs> it just said nincompoop. The world is not as you seem. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what you do, Rog? It's, it's a weird. It's a weird choice, isn't it? It's a weird choice. He never had to do that. No. I'll tell you what, on that note, let's take a break. We're up to... Do you think this is where the break would be if it was a flip, if it was a vinyl? I think think the world and its wife listening to this album would take a break at Nincompoop. It's a bridge too far. Everyone's gone, oh, what'd he say? (laughs) He said Nincompoop, didn't he? Turn it off. He said Nincompoop. Come on, we're going out for lunch. Yeah. All right. All right. See you on the other side. We'll see you after lunch.
readers, and welcome to another edition of Nosing Around. This episode, I went down to Rob's favourite nightclub. He's been telling me you should get down there, do your nosing around, see what people have got to say. So, yeah, I went down there and posed a couple of questions that Mr Waters himself would like answered. Um, After that, on my way home from said nightclub, I'm just walking home, it's dark, it's late, we've all had a few. Uh, All of a sudden, from behind me, footsteps. And I think, ah, here we go. Then I hear, oi! I ignore it, carry on walking, trying to get home. Oi, mister! Still ignore it, trying to get home. You, you, yeah, you. What do you think of Trump? I think, oh Christ, here we go. He comes running over, starts walking with me, starts asking me questions about what I think of Trump. Uh, obviously, I think he's a complete bell end, but this guy, no, he loves him. Uh, it was at this point when I decided to get my tape recorder out. And record this prick. Seeing as though we're doing um, Waters and Roger Waters albums, quite topical, political. Let's see what kind of bloke supports Trump. And uh, what you hear is, well, what I managed to get, he'd obviously been doing his own bit of nosing around himself, if you know what I mean. Unfortunately, as soon as he started hassling me, he was on the on the phone for the first five minutes. So, anyway, here it is. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. You alright? I'm alright. I haven't seen from you for a long time. No, it only seems like yes, Christmas. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Anyway, got a couple of questions for you. Yeah. Fire away. Uh, who do you think is the most beautiful girl in the world? Yeah. I should have to say my wife, really, wouldn't I? Because I wasn't getting crucified. Other than that, who's the most beautiful oh, girl in the world? Alison Moyer. Nice one, thank you. And uh, so my second question. If you were a drone, where would you go? Probably uh, to Alison Moyer's bedroom and watch her. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, any, anywhere else? Oh, Alison Moyer's bathroom. Vests. Yeah. Uh, no, that's Trousers. Yeah, yeah. That it? Yeah. Right. Thanks, mate. i business with you. Uh, no worries. See you later. Hi, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing alright. Got Good. a sore foot, but. Oh no, so you're not like enjoying yourself. Zombie. Not enjoying yourself. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm not enjoying myself. Alright, I've got a couple of questions for you if you don't mind answering. It depends what questions, but go for uh, it, fire away. Who is the most beautiful girl in the world? 
Well, who sang that or nah. who actually is? No, nah, no. Nah. Who, who actually is the most beautiful girl in the world? I'd say me. Oh, <laughs> very nice you are too. Yeah. Uh, second question. Okay. If you were a drone, where would you go? Oh gosh, Pants. I'd probably go Jamaica. Trousers. What? Probably go Jamaica. Yes. Yeah, because I like my reggae. I'd probably hop around where Vests. Bob Marley is. Bob Marley's vest. Sounds nice, and it's hot there as well. Yeah. Pullovers. Yeah, definitely. Alright, mate. Is that it? Yeah, what? thank you. I'll see no you later. Oh, Have then. a nice night. Have a nice evening. And you too. Bye. You too, Mr. Western Man. <laughs> Oh, mate, you alright? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not Got bad. a couple of questions for you. I've been nosing around as usual, you right. know me. Okay. Uh, who's the most beautiful girl in the world? The most beautiful girl in the world? Or yeah, beautiful? Yeah. The, who's the most beautiful girl in the world? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, you mean famous people, yeah? Anyone you like, mate. I like Natalie Portman. Yeah. I think she's very beautiful. Uh, Yes, but yeah, I can think of it at the moment. I like Keir Knightley as well, but she's got a big chin. Yeah. I just think, that's all I can see now that was pointed out, was the chin. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Natalie Portman, I think, is probably one of the most beautiful women in the world. Nice one, that's not a bad or, choice, is it? Or Wonder it? Woman, whoever she is. Oh, the new Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yeah. I think she's quite stunning. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot for answering that. Pleasure. You're very honest. Mm. I know uh, beautiful girls. <laughs> all right. If you're a drone, where would you go? Ooh, that's Pants. a good question. So if I could just fly around looking at stuff Vests. anywhere in the world? Yeah. Oh, that is a good question. Jumpers. Who? Yeah, where would you go? Where would I go? Well, I like the idea of the Do big cities, but I think that could be too easy crashing to say. Doing uh, a piss. Yeah. <laughs> doing a piss. Hmm? What? No, what, sorry? What? Nothing, you carry on. The drone. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, thinking... Uh, Vests. Probably a jungle. Somewhere beautiful like that. Pop Thanks up. very much. Yeah. Sounds nice. Place yeah. to go. Yeah, something like that. Something proper South American jungle. Alright, thanks mate. Okay. I'll see you later. Alright then, take All right, care. Bye. Overalls. Well, I've come back over here because I've heard you want to change what you said earlier. Yes, the beautiful girl. Thanks. Yeah, the beautiful girl. Oh, what are you going to do? Having a piss up a wall. Piss up? Having a piss up a wall. No, oh, hey, you want to change... Yes, I want to change the beautiful girl. I think it's Angelina Jones. You want to change the most beautiful girl in the world? Yes. Go on then, who's the most beautiful girl in the world? I think it's Angelina Jolie. Well, and you brought me all the way over here for that? Yes. Pants. And how do you think about that one? Pull over. Uh, one? What? You think that's good? Yeah. Oh. Hello, mate, you all right? Yeah, fine, thanks. Oh, good. Enjoying yourself tonight? Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad, is it? It's good, you know, it's all right in here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty in this, good. In this lovely bar. Yeah, it's a fit bird. Yeah, I was talking to birds. Who's the most beautiful girl in the world? For me, it was Amy Rendell. Who's Amy Rendell? The estate agent I met down Shelsworth present. Oh. But if you mean celebrities, I like Hayley Marie Coffin. Oh, who's Hayley Coffin? It's page three girl. She used to do uh, Wank It Now and uh, a lovely pair of tits. Really good at teasing. 
<laughs> Lovely. She does sound nice. Uh, I've got another question for you, if you yeah. don't mind. Yeah, go on. Uh, if you were a drone, where would you fly and go? I would probably fly... Ross. That's an interesting question. Pants. I think... Uh, I think I'd fly over Area 51 and see what's going on there. Well, you reckon so? I didn't get shot down. You reckon something dodgy's going on there? Well, that's what they say, don't they? They say that I was all. So that would be an interesting place to go. Trousers. Uh, go after the. Go over the pyramids. That would be interesting. Stonehenge. That would be another one. T-shirt. And uh, yeah, that would be about it. Probably yeah. spy on fit birds. Cause Have, you get, having a piss. Not having a piss, but you could get some great down top views, couldn't you? It's a drone. Imagine going over <laughs> yeah, where they've got their lovely like summer tops on. You can see right down there. Yeah, yeah well, whatever floats your mate, boat, mate. Yeah. Thanks very much. No problem. Cheers. See you later, see you later mate. <laughs>
He was taking fucking ages. He was taking ages, and then that fat bird come downstairs. Oh, I've got nothing on me, you fucking donut. That bird come downstairs. Oh, I'm going down. No, that bird come downstairs, and she was like. I'm going to Dallas, mate. Are you going? Where's Davil? Where's Davil live? Where you gonna come meet me now? That boat come down says she tried to she tried kicking me. Uh, be before you go, come what do you me. think of uh, like Roger Waters and the music of Pink Floyd? <laughs> Charlie, that boat come down. I was like, look, I'm going to meet Charlie. She come down. She tried kicking me and then she spatted me. So I was like, who dokun? I know you're talking to Charlie, but can you just answer me? Charlie, come meet me now. Come, come meet me now. Uh, come Green, meet me now. Greenways. No. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? What's it called? No, Charlie. I'm going. Back. I'm walking the downs now with matey. If not, if you want to come meet me, my battery's gonna go any second. But I'll meet you at. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, you know, uh, pavilion. What's it called? It's Greenway School. No, what's that? What's Liston it Way. No, what's along the seafront. What's, what's it called along the seafront? Along there? The beach? No, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? No, Charlie, Cliff, come meet me. It's called... Uh, Cliff's Pavilion. No, I'll come meet you now, Charlie. Listen. No, what's that place called on the seafront? The uh, well, where we just were. Yeah, what's it called on the seafront? Ocean Beach. Ocean Beach, Charlie. 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 Charlie's gone, mate. Fucking, Fucking on, Charlie, what? what Fucking. Is he some sort of cunt? He is some sort of cunt. He is. Yeah, he I is. must think. Listen, before I go. Yeah. Where are you going? I, you I going? must. I'm going home. But I must admit. Do you want to get in the gear? No, I don't want any gear, sure, mate. I'll fucking get some power drop back, mate. <laughs> I would, sure? I would love to. Go to a bit? No, I'd love to. Sure. I, do you know, I would absolutely love to. But I just want to ask you, what do you think of Roger Waters and the music of Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd? Who is it who passed away? Fucking mad producer the other day. Yeah. You got your signal? No, I'm a vapor, you I know, told you. You're a vapor? yeah. That's fair enough. Uh, let's get this good to bring it back. No me. opinions on Floyd? Uh, Floyd who? Pink Floyd. Yeah, it's all a big... It's the same as um, last year with fucking Thingy. I know. Thingy, they are pricks, aren't they? Same with Prince. Oh, yeah. I know. Nice to meet you, mate. And you, sir. Have a lovely day. Do you you enjoy the rest of your night, everyone, mate. Everyone mugs it, do you know what I mean? Ocean, Ocean Beach is back That's down it. there. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. See you later, man. Thank you. Well, welcome back. This is side two of Isn't This Where We Come In. I've just realised at the beginning of the fucking episode, we never even referenced our own podcast isn't this where we come in isn't this where we came in 
is the yes. name of the podcast. That is the name of the podcast. So hello. How have you been, uh, Rob? I'm You're all right, all thanks. Right. Uh, it was a bit of a that was a bit of a long one, wasn't it? Nosing around. No, yeah. Fucking hell. You I really to, are the roving reporter. I had to get him in, mate. But it was, it was a sh- it was a shame that by the time I thought to press the record button, because I was pretty I was three sheets to the wind myself. By the time I thought to press the record button, it'd obviously gone off the Trump motif and uh, was more in, more worried is, about her Dukan people. Yeah, people. definitely. In the head, in the fucking head, Jesus. I mean, I don't think you should kick fat girls in the head. No, but despite the spitting, despite even them kicking you, despite them being bitches. No. Don't ever kick a girl in the head. No. I think I think that's words you can live by. It's the wrong thing to do. But. How comes I ended up liking him a little bit at the end? I did too. He's your friendly... Do you remember his name? No. No. We didn't even exchange names. Bob with that. He was saying that it was okay to uh, for Trump to say all that stuff about groping women and that. So Grabbing them by the pussy. I didn't, yeah. Pussy grab. He's going, no, nah, he's just... Uh... Oh, I don't. I can't, it was so long ago. I recorded that. Trump's not perfect that remember. move anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can imagine him going in with a hadouken with a fucking pussy grab. Like, so let's get into side two, the meaty side. Yeah, would you say it was a side two? Because this day and age, where it's one CD, you well, don't really I, get A and B. Sides. I downloaded it, mate. I mean, it's the first album what we've done on this podcast yeah. that. I've downloaded. I, I I don't own the album. I don't. I haven't got a physical copy. No. And I should have. Really. You're really good with that, actually. Oh, I do. Any band I really like, I I have to buy the physical copy I've of it. I've got a hell of a lot of respect for that, actually, because I've 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 promised that to myself, and I've said I'd do that, and I've never followed through with it. And you've you've always come come good with that. I have, but there's very. Yeah. But now. Nowadays, now getting on a bit, there's there is few bands that I only did that I only will do. You can't do it to every band. Man. No, no, I can't do it. It's I not can't like, do it with every band, but it's not disposable fucking income no. anymore. When like. I was younger, I'd just buy any. I'd even just buy the look of the cover. Mm. I'd buy that. Yeah, see what that's like. But now it's got to be only sort of like Don't my favourite bands. I actually like to have. The we must have touched thing. upon that on the last podcast. Is where to get, to get go out and purchase something to go out and get it not order it and for it to arrive but to go out and get it and then look at it on the bus home or the cab oh, home yeah, or the drive home or whatever yeah. and then get it home and then stick it on and smell it but never got to do it over this And but I don't think it sells the album short for that <clears throat> I don't think it does because the artwork on this particular album ain't that great and do you think that's, <coughs> that is uh, uh, do you think it's, that's an intentional thing though Cause he got into trouble about that as well didn't he like that, Did there was an artist who's, who's done similar stuff to the to the word scratched out and you know sort of typewriter lettering yes. I can't remember his name I, I should have researched no, it I, do, I didn't know that probably quite an interesting story behind it but it's quite a famous thing to do is, is it, because it looks like something that you might have seen before anyway it's like lines and it's, it's like those uh, yeah. letters what were sent back from World War Two, and then everything's been marked out and only a certain amount of words have been allowed to leak yeah. through. Yeah, and maybe that's, like that. that's his, possibly his, his example of the album. You're only allowed to say this much or yeah. you know, it's just another little facet to 
the puzzle what, yeah, he's, yeah, what, yeah. what he's creating like, yeah you know yeah you can look at it like that i suppose that's what i like about the album is that it's it's puzzle driven like, it's loads of stuff there's stuff you've seen what i haven't noticed there's there's my examples of little things what are going on even from the opening of the album like you know mm, yes it's good he's, he's clever at things like this so we're into track seven yeah. bird in a cage bird in a cage and uh, he's turned his telly off and has gone down a post office. Cash, he's, sorry. Go on. He's got all the fucking noises going on. All yeah, the time. Yeah, all the, yeah, all the time, isn't it? Is Cashier it? number one, please. Ambience to him. Yeah, I know. It really sets out a brilliant atmosphere, I think. What I like about this album, he's managed to get like a really good 70s vibe still on it. Like, you know, even though he's updated it for now like you know he's, he's got modern instruments in there like you know he's he's got um i've wrote in my notes like the space what he's managed to put between yeah the tracks what he's done and that he's got a 70s feel about it what that what they when they were creating music in the 70s and recording music in the 70s you you could single out everything instead yeah. of it being a total Just, not mess is the no, wrong word but a, a wall of yes, sound exactly that yeah and i think it's evident on this track, whatever it is, that they've done that, like, you know, between him and Godrich. Yeah. I'd yeah. Like, I'd love to it's, hear that it's, fucking it's got, conversation. And all the Floyd hallmarks on this one too, yeah. isn't it? It's got that echo fade out voice. Distance. Yeah. Really reminds me of uh, the, the, the drag down by the stone. From uh, dogs off animals, right? There's a lot of that. I on think this, it's actually. a heart back to that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's never done that before. To my to my mind and recollection, he's not revisited animals ever, other no. than possibly live stuff, but not on records. There's there's never been anything. Never no references. Well, I think there's a bit on pros and cons. That's Do you think so? Uh, only pigs on the wing, like the start and end of pros and cons. Yeah, maybe that acoustic wing, refrain, what yeah, he does, like, you know, because it, it always goes back to... On this album that's true, well, yeah. that's true. Have you heard people say that Roger Waters is a pretty shit bass player? Um, get, I, I think he gets marks without brush. You get it from time to time, but... At the same time, he's the guy who come up with the money riff. Right? Oh, exactly. This is what I was going to say about this track. But like, people say he ain't a great bass player, but on this, it's got some great Floydian, yeah, for use of a better word, Floydian bass, I think which I guess he invented it. So yeah, how can he you did. call? How can you? You're right because he's he's that's his Roger Waters flavor, if you like, like yeah. you know, like. If if you was listening to a track, you know Slash playing the guitar on it, or you know Jimmy Page is playing the guitar, or you know it's Tom Morello playing the guitar on it. All these people have got their own, yeah, their their style, yeah, their yeah. style. And I suppose he's a bass player where you think is would is that Roger Waters playing on that track? Yeah. Like, but know? he's not going like up and down a bass like no, end, end whistle he's not, or um, someone would. Yeah, what's, you know what I mean. What's he's his just... name from Level Forty Two? Yeah, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, Mark but, King. Yeah, but he's he's uh, a more subtle bass player. Yeah, so I can't I can't call him a bad bass player for it's the way old. he plays. I, I was really when I listened to this for the, the last time I listened to this, mm. I was really noticing Rogers' bass playing, and I thought 
Uh, good call, man. I can't see why people no. say you 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 are. Well, from fucking. Not... That's exactly what I feel on smell the roses because it's yeah, it's on that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's got all the the. the it ticks all the boxes what you expect. Like it's got the yeah. Pink Floyd feel. It's got the. It has. It's got the the weird funk rock feel. What it does. It's not. Yeah. It's not funk, but he's got such a groove to his playing. Yeah, it's like have a cigar in it. That smell, yes. smell the roses, isn't it? Exactly that. Uh, what's next then? Oh, the most beautiful girl in the world's next. Oh, the most beautiful. <laughs> Who do you think is the most beautiful? I, it's girl just in the one world? one thing I noticed on. is that he does not finish the word beautiful. Really, there's things in this album that's irked me, and we yeah. can count them off since the start of this podcast. Right, going lovey dovey at the end of that first track, okay. it weren't needed. Unnecessary. Saying nink and poop, that was unnecessary. Sort it out, Rog. Beautiful. Do you think it's a bit of street slang, what we haven't learnt yet? And Roger's up on it. <laughs> Somehow. I I don't know if the fall got lost in the mix. I mean, I like or... it on, on nosing around when Clappers is the only person who brings you up on it. And goes, uh, I know. Beautiful. What, what is beautiful? And he, he only manages to pick two girls and one of them he, he's not too fucking sure of anyway. No, no, she's got a chin on her, hasn't she? <laughs> she's beautiful. Other than the fucking chin. Yeah, I give him credit. He picked up that I was saying beautiful, and he picked up. Uh, yeah, I never, I never, I've never picked up on it on on the album. No, I'm gonna have to listen. I'm, I've got three yeah. Roger Waters. I've probably, I've, I've probably, to it's one of those things that once you hear it, that's ruined it forever. Yeah, forever. It's a bit like uh, "I Want You" by Bob Dylan. Once someone said that it sounds like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> It's fucked it. That that song is no good to me now. No. I want you. I want you so bad. And it's <laughs> it's fucking Mr. Burns. Yeah. I know. It's it's a horrible so, thing to, it's a horrible thing to know and I'm sorry for spoiling it. Hey. It's uh, alright, you made a good joke. Oh, I think this is the worst song on the album. Even uh, though it is still good. <laughs> Even though I, mean. I see what you say because there has to be a worse song on the album. Yeah. There has to be a low point. But I think, don't you think an artist does that intentionally sometimes, has to have a low point to make the other bits sound better? Yeah. There's always one track. I know. I remember my dad always said to me, oh, you know when you listen to an album and you're always just waiting for that one bit to come up? Mm. Yeah. I guess that's exactly what, the same in a bad way, was you, your dad saying. was saying like, as if like, oh, that one bit where you're No, but he was saying like the really good bits that oh, you like right, so yeah, much. Yeah, he was yeah. saying, you know, it's fucking... You're doing you, it to you, loads you, of tracks. You, you could sit through really Tons shit. Tons of shit. Just, there, there would just be one bit yeah. and you go, yes, I made it worth it. It's a bit like um, the song Sweet Home Alabama. How many times do you think you've heard that song? Uh, 53. Four for me, fifty-four. But there's always a bit I wait for where he does the chicka chicka wheel. Just this little yeah, bit yeah, of guitar, yeah. and it, it you can never get bored of that, surely. No. Like, you know, and it's the same with this, I suppose. Like this, this is the low point. Yeah, I'm with you on this actually. Yeah, you think this is not a great song, but well, then. Halfway through, what's he banging on about, man? I like it. This song when the strings came 
come in and they come in quite darkly. They come in quite dark strings. Well, he's got a knack for that. But then they go, but then they sort of turn into really really beautiful strings, if you like. I suppose towards the end of the album, you're going to get darker anyway. Like, do you know? Do you think it could get any darker? Do you think this is dark? Yeah, I think it, I think it takes a turn from here. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can hear it in there. I've I've wrote it down in my in your notes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it What's does. About? It's dark. It's definitely dark. And it, well, I mean, these are early notes. These are first impression notes. What I listened to when I first listened to it. But how can it be dark if he's going on about the most beautiful girl in the world? Because she's... It made she me laugh when he been. says bosoms. 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 Nectar. Filled with bosoms. Her bosoms are filled with nectar. Oh, God, Roger. You are too old for this stuff. Let's <laughs> just in the corner. Relax. Because she's dead, man. Oh. She could have been. She could have been this. She could have been that. She could have been the most beautiful girl in the world. It's fucking. She could have easily been the most. It's funny how you pick up on the dead boy on a beach, but you can't understand a simple premise of a fucking narrative in a song. You call him (laughs) (laughs) me. Yeah, I just never interpreted that as being about a dead girl. I just that's, thought he was on about, I don't know, one of his ex-wives or, no, or something like that's that. That's always how I've heard it. It's, it's yeah. because I'm just assuming she was in, in the middle of a fucking bomb blast or something. She could have been the most beautiful girl in the world. She never strived to be all the things what she could have been. Like, yeah, you know. no, yeah, 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 you're probably right. But it's funny how two different people get two different meanings from the same song like I probably haven't heard those listened to those lyrics so intently because I always think oh it's this one I didn't I, I think it that, that's like first impressions I suppose like I don't know you can listen to an album all your life and then you'll go back to it and it'll mean completely different Something subjects different, yeah. like I remember uh, like even back in school like because I was always big into the Beatles and then Splitting up with a girl, and then listening to all those albums had a completely different meaning. Yeah, after you split meaning, up yeah. with a, you know, there's some sort of domestic thing happens in your life, like you know <laughs> what I mean. Although this, this is wholly political. I can't imagine this being like a family album or anything like that. You know, you know, like how it, when he was in Pink Floyd, he, like Dark Side of the Moon could be played around the house. Mm. This is like a specialist album, almost like yeah, do, yeah, do you know. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose that's that could be a gripe against it, is that it's it's politically heavy. Is it weighted when when we listened to the album, we loved it, yeah. And then we knew we was going to do this podcast three months later, and we was like, well, we're going to have to listen to the album, and it almost felt like a a bit of duty to listen to it. Like, okay, if I have to, and it weren't until putting. Yeah. The album on that you thought, oh, actually, this is fucking brilliant. Don't worry about the content because musically it's great and it gets you into it. And he's a clever, shrewd guy for doing that. Yes. You know, because he, he's managed to layer his whole album with, with political meaning and messages and puzzles and things like that. But at the same time, he's made it an in, 
enjoyable musical thing. It's got yeah, a yeah, substance, yeah. like not just not just a fucking message, not just a slogan, but it's it's no. good and it's worth its weight. It like, is you know? worth its weight, definitely. I would say that. So, um, yeah, when it first came out, when we were supposed to do this. I, I couldn't wait to listen to it. I was so excited yeah, for a new Roger Waters album. We really everything. were giddy, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. And listening to it, all right. I've like I said earlier, I was like, uh, um, oh, it's a bit. No, I, I still liked it. Yeah, but I thought the next one would be better because it's just getting used to the studio again. With Where's, you though, because this, the... is, this is going back to what we've already covered. Yeah, but I'm just. Same, but then I think what you were just saying then, when it came, I know it's been three months later now, when it comes to listening to this, because we listened to it four or five times back then. Yeah. Now it's come to listen to it again. I, I, I thought, oh, it's going to be a trudge yeah, yeah. to get through that album again. But as soon as I put it on, no, nah, it, was, it, was, it was brilliant. It sort of encaptures you on the, even on that first track, even though it's... It does. You've got to listen to the whole thing after that, I that think. <laughs> first track means nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's just something. What to an outside listener, it might be something that you threw together. Like, you know, there's the ramblings and the overlapping loop of his voice and that. But mm. somehow, on the seventh listen or whatever it was, you know, months later, it was encapsulating. Like, you know, you thought, all oh, right, I'm in, I'm back yeah, in. Draws right, you in. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's get to the fucking big song of the album. This this seems like the hit. I just wanted to mention one last thing on that song. Go for it. Roger tries to hit a high note at the end of The Most Beautiful Girl in the World. Really? Sounds like a cockney sitting on a pin. Go <laughs> 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 on. Oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't do it justice, but cockney sitting it on did. a Or step toe, getting in a cold bath. Something like that. I'll tell you what, Cockney sitting on a pin has already <laughs> fired my imagination. So that's it. Beautiful and Cockney sitting on a pin, that's ruined this song forever. Yeah, we're never going to go back to this song. It's, a, it's the <laughs> skippable track, I suppose. Every we, we always said, like, there's a skippable track on an album. It might be this. Yeah, but um, not... even so, it's still good. And I love the way those strings change in the middle of it. It's brilliant. In its own way, it's beautiful. It is. Right, smell the roses. They smell them roses, man. Pink Floyd are back, aren't they? They are. That's it. He's, he's managed to encapture everything. This is the one I was saying earlier that I don't think should be You on. think it's a, it's a, it should be set apart should from have done the it. It's still good. It's another one that's still good, but should be set apart from yeah. I don't think it fits. I feel like it's tacked. I feel like it's tacked on. Yeah, I agree with you, but I think because it's such a good track, why wouldn't he? I think he wants it on the album, man. I, he does I think, want it on like, the album. Yeah, that's why he put it on there. Oh, but but because I think, I, I think when he when he built this track, he thought it's it's too good to turn down. It's too good to just be a single. No one buys singles anymore. Like you know, no. do they or do they? All right. I don't think he should have put it so close to the end. I don't think he should have tacked it in before what's coming after this. He should have put it at the start. Of, if there's a vinyl version, he should have put it at the start of side two, if you like. 
mm. and then go into uh, I think you're right the bird in a cage. This wouldn't be this. start side two either. It's too you, close you f- to the end. You flip the record and it kicks in with, you know. Oh, come on, granddad. Flip the record. Well, I'm just saying. I know. It should have been more in the middle instead of just before that end bit. I, I think don't you're know. right. I feel, Do you know I what I mean? That's where I, been, would, that's where I would have put it. That's where I, exactly where I would have kicked off side two with, with the rocker, with the big tune. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a big tune. I feel, I feel, it I, is a big tune. I can't fault it. I, feel, I think it's it's the one where, um, well, you were saying, you were saying you, you weren't, you, you switched no, it off. Yeah, yeah, I did. You went on your first listen, you thought, no, well, fuck it. Well, yeah, because this was the, this was what I was saying earlier. This was half the reason why I didn't want to hear all of it before it, it in with the context of listening yeah. to it properly within the context of the record. And it's very good of you to do that, considering we've been waiting 25 years for the like, to come up with something. <laughs> I know, stop but dead. I, kn- I knew I would get a, and I still do get, I just, it still is a, a brick in a wall part two to me. Because it's like you say yourself, it's the most poppy, it's the most rocky. Yeah. It, uh, but he, 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 it does take, it does. He name put, checks and references all what went before him. I, I think it's a really, uh, you're right. As a standalone track, it's more clever than it should be, really, than it's got any right to be. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's referencing animals and it's referencing wish you were here and it's referencing the wall, mm. and it's he's done it in such a clever way. But he has to put it on the album, I suppose. You're right; yeah. it, it is a standalone track. But it, I mean, what would he put on there otherwise? It must have been. We're going around in circles again, yeah, yeah. it should be on the. Yeah, I think you're right as well. I think it should be on the album, but more in, it should be in the middle. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. You think? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, mate. All right, mate. It's but, the closest thing we've got to a fucking solo on this album as well. Yeah. There could be the potential of a guitar solo on there. I know. And he's, he's got the slide guitar out. I don't, I'm not sure of the musicians on this. It, I mean, it's a Roger Waters album for me and produced by the Radiohead yeah, producer. I, I'm like. not sure on the musicians on this either. <laughs> We're a fucking awful podcast. <laughs> we've we've <laughs> reviewed an album for a fucking hour and ten minutes. <laughs> but at the same time we don't know who's on it nah. <laughs> it don't matter well it's a Roger Waters solo album isn't it? So that's all that really matters he, he could have played every fucking instrument I don't know it. if he got guests in he must have he must have I know he, he must have played the bass on it and he played pretty much all of the acoustic guitar Yeah, that I'm certain of because he's going to want to get his hands on stuff he probably arranged the strings because he can do that yes Apparently, you know. Well, the little I saw one of the, one of the clips before the album came out of him in the studio, and he was just playing this stuff on the piano. I think I mentioned it to you. I said, "Oh, he's in the studio and he's playing this lovely mm. piano bit," and and that turns out to be the next song. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Well, let's go in. That's perfect, mate. You want to go into the next song? Yeah. I do want to mention something. Just one then. thing in this song. I know what it's going to be. What? Money, honey. Yeah, not keen on that. But it weren't. I'm more used to that now. But phosphorus. Wake up and smell the phosphorus. Why? What's wrong with that? Phosphorus. I don't know. Because of the word. Because of just, the syntax. Just, of it, like. Yeah, yeah. It just don't scan. <laughs> yeah. But then it does scan nicely. 
I suppose. A bit later, it's weird. It's just a weird thing to say. It's like, not him. It's it's, it's Nink and Pooper all over again. Yeah. For me. I suppose uh, it's hard to give um, artistic license to someone with things like that when we, you've got, I don't know, because we listen to hip hop and they're allowed to say anything. They're literally allowed to say anything. Right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But when Roger Waters says stuff like Phosphorus or Nink and Poop, we're like, what the fuck are you dealing with it? What, what, what was you thinking when you, when you arrived there? Yeah. Phosphorus, a little less than Nink and Poop for me, but I, I, I wholeheartedly see what you're saying like you know but yeah don't scan it the syntax is wrong I think it is yeah and it's all he's done it a few times there's there's a few little things little niggling points in it but it's it's just little rough I suppose 25 years to come back the pressure must have been fucking unbelievable at least he sounds like he's having fun on this track like, you know, for the first time on this, this, this record. Yeah. It's he's sort of like rocking he's, out. He's, he's let loose a little bit. Yeah. Which brings us into a more morbid track after that. Yeah, but what a track it is, eh? Yeah. I'm undecided about my favourite track on it. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 One listen, it might be this, and one listen, it might be that. Because I was certain it was Picture This for ages. Yes. But this is the close contender, I suppose. Like you know, this this is the, I don't know. It feels like the meaty one, the the one what he might have grafted over and spent a bit of time on. Like you know, yeah, definitely. But he's, I put it as all the same song, but he's put it separated it into three tracks here. Yes. Do you think he made a mistake on that? I think he made a mistake doing that. Just have this as one, yeah, as one piece. You could call it a sweet, I suppose, if yeah, you're going to get all proggy about it. Do you think it's something we're missing, though? Like, it's, it's something personal to him. He's he's done it. I mean, it's his it's, it's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he know. can name and Yeah, he can separate the tracks. If but it'd be good for us to know, just an accompaniment fucking documentary on YouTube would do us, right, you know? <laughs> yeah. It is... Yeah. It's a lovely song, isn't it? Beautiful melody. Yeah. It seems like that on... This track is evident of his reoccurring theme, his refrains. Like, you know, th- this feels like a revisit of, of stuff what he's previously done on the album, if you see what I'm yes, getting yeah, I at. Yes, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What he did with Hitchhikers, what he, what he did with The Wall. Yes. I think it, it feels like one of his callbacks, one of, one of his typical, I don't want to say typical, but one of his callbacks, what he does. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's exactly that, but it don't matter because I think this is one of his best songs he's probably ever written. Yeah, because it's if what he's managed to do is 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 make something nice and folky, but it's the modern protest song. What you were saying, like you know, he's he's filled with so much vitriol and, and bile in a soft melodic song. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's it's. Is that but the whole meaning of it, I well, I took it, I know we were saying about interpretations of songs earlier. Yeah, go on. But I took it, his whole anger and bile has gone away since he, it's Wait For Her, isn't it, this song's, the name of this song is called Wait yeah. For Her. So I think he's wait, he's been angry and everything all this time, and then, but this, 
I don't know, his fifth wife or whoever's come along. <laughs> and now, because that whole middle bit is going, oh, I'm not watching reality shit on TV yeah. anymore until you came in, in it. It's all, all that bile's gone because he's met his perfect. Do you think? Yeah, but I worry that's what because. I get from it. What I worry about this is because it, the same message from she could have been the most beautiful girl in the world that he's waiting for a girl that's not going to come back. Like, you know, it's the same message again. I, I think the main message of this is people getting fucking bombed and not surviving it. Like, you know, and, and that's why he's waiting and he's not he's not meeting up again. Like, you know. Well, it's just wait for it. Yeah, wait, and he's, he's going through this time. lonely little phase where he's he's not going to see his, his, his beloved again. Well, whatever it is, this one made me cry. Not the first time round. Well, I think it was the second or third time. See, you feel like you've... You, I don't think I've fully understood it anyway, this, this track. I don't... I'm not entirely sure what he's on about because it, maybe it was in three parts as well. Because it's one long yeah. track. Let's, let's... I, I can it as one yeah. long track, yeah. What is but, he going yeah. on about then? I don't you know. know is he waiting? It's just... Because we know he's getting on a bit. Well, we're all getting on a you bit. You think he is... When he... Realising his mortality... Yeah, and I think he's looks back on his uh, I so. I quite like life that. of anger. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what I that's what I'm getting from it at the moment. That's where I am with it at the moment. That's what I, I mean. I it's think easily it the saddest song on the album. It is sad. I think it's about mortality, aging, and yeah. just you know all that. All that deep stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a touch of that at the beginning, like what you said. It's like, uh, uh, on the first track, is when he says, like, if I was God, then, you know, you wouldn't have these age marks and, yeah, and yeah, drink yeah. marks, and you could have a drink. And, like, he's yeah. obviously aware of this, like, you know, and he's keeping his life, you know, it, it, within the right lanes. Like, you know, he's not drinking too much. He's trying to look after himself, maybe. Get a sense of that. I don't know how personal this is because uh, I think it's pretty. I don't know. I get the sense it's pretty personal because it's quite political. I suppose that is the overlining theme of it. Yeah, you know. But I don't think this one is political. Not this track, no. No. No, oh, a little bit. <laughs> you can't help but putting a little bit in there. Yeah. Just about you know. But he's always been on about watching to just wasting your life watching TV. Even the wall was watched. Yeah, just watching, you know, just sitting in there, monging out in the I chair, like the watching thing, TV. Though, he's just sitting indoors, and watching got, telly all watching the time. T- <laughs> yeah, you know, like even though he says these things, he's he's literally got you know South Park on yeah. repeat. But yeah, like you said earlier, I think it is about his mortality and his found happiness, even though all of the anger that's preceded on this album. It's like when he goes, oh, what set me off crying on this one? Yeah. And and then when I was listening to it earlier, I was surprised how late in the song it comes. Mm. But it's right at the end. Yeah. And he sings, and it, well, it's not a proper Walter's scream shout, but he, like, he pumps up his voice a bit. It's like, oh, hand me my last cigarette. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know, that just got me. Not that I smoke anymore. No, no, I right. just think that's his last... You know, uh, just got to me, and that was it. I was in bits after that. Aww. But then it just ended. 
I think it does end all of a sudden like that. I was yeah. a bit disappointed with the no, ending. I think that's intentional though, because he's 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 known for this too. Yeah, you know, even the wall, which is a huge album. Mm. I can Fuck you. Who darkened? And they knew <laughs> that it was a massive album, and it still ends abruptly in some ways. Like you know. End slowly. Goes, oh, I think it gets no, nah, but it does get a bit. It's got a crescendo, crescendo ending. It's got a strange ending, trial. right? You know. Yeah. We'll get to that on another podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. Let's not we, give too we, much we, away. Yeah. Yeah, but I like an abrupt end. I think I feel like I'm tuned in with these frequency a little bit when it comes into an abrupt end. I think I think it's a perfect way to end an album and sort of keep them wanting more. And it feels like you could play the album on a loop and it, it would fit. Like, you yeah. know, it, it's almost like it's just um, like an eight track, you know, it's just a, a, an endless bit of tape yeah. that you could keep playing and you wouldn't know the fucking difference, really. Like, you think, oh, fuck, is this started again or is it not? Yeah. Do you know? That's what he's done, isn't it? That's what he's. That's why he's put that bit at the start and that bit at the end. What yeah. he's done on the previous albums, like that eight-track version of Animals with the guitar solo of Pigs in the Wing. Yeah, you did that for me. You you gave me a little uh, one of Robbie Dad's favourite bootleg <laughs> CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so happy with it because it was on the same CD as like. Um, all the stuff from When the Wind Blows as well, wasn't it? So you you stuck all this... Yeah, yeah, all the, all the sort of odds and Roger Waters sods. Bumper album of stuff, what he was doing in between. Brilliant. Are we at the end? See, even that was a genius idea, wasn't it? To have a, an extra guitar solo to bridge the two gaps yeah. of Pigs in the Wing through Animals. So why just play in a loop round and round. Shine through, though. Like, you know, why, why didn't I mean, he get that get released? It did. Well, on what? On 8-track. Yeah. Oh, right. So it was just on 8-track. Yeah. It's clever, isn't it? It is. So it was just, he was thinking specifically for 8-track, there's a little bit between them and it'll play through and they've got a different version of the album. They've got a different idea of the album. They remember a different version of the album. So if you, if you was in the 70s and you had a fancy muscle car and you lived yeah. in Arizona, you've got a different track. idea of the album animals. I think Incredible, so. man. I think so. <laughs> I'm not sure on my own thinking now, but I'm swear <laughs> well, that's hell. why... They, yeah, I it swear, gave me an hard on. I, so. I swear that's why there was that guitar solo in, on that version. It's because the outtrack just could go round and round. And like we said about this album, like the loop of it, the wall, the loop of it. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking brilliant. It, no wonder he's big-headed. Well... I mean, if he's beginning, I don't know him. We've by all accounts, by all accounts, I feel like we know him. Well, that's the album, isn't it? Do you know every single Roger Waters album has made me cry? No, no. Is it? I don't know. It's just something like I think, and you mentioned it earlier. There's something in his yeah the way he sings. Well, actually, I do know it. It's the whole reason why I bought. Pros and cons of hitchhiking. Me and you were at a gig, <laughs> and I said to you, "Is it funny enough?" The only album what's made me cry was a Radiohead album. So th- right. there's, there's the connection there. So I asked you, 
Right. What what albums made you cry? And you said pros and cons of hitchhiking. Oh, did I? Yeah. But carry on. So every no, single just, album. Yeah, and it's always at the end. Usually, well, you, no, yeah, usually at the end. His his final track of his. He feels hard. Albums. Roger Waters feels hard. He's like you know, feels, yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he feels does. it. Whatever it is, he feels it for us as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about Pink Floyd stuff? Is that, so no Pink Floyd, not not even a final cut. Final, final cut. cut. Final cut was definitely close. It, it made me feel the weight of everything what went before me somewhere. And for right. music to do that is is is, is triumphant fucking yeah. feat, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know? I think so. I think anyone who can like move you to tears, yeah, is like we said earlier. Fucking oh, he's doing his brilliant. Yeah, it really is. Like you know. Yeah. Little Birdie told me that you've wrote a letter to Roger. Yeah, well, I was so blown away by this album, I just thought I had to write him a letter. Mm. Uh, I brought it with me. Do you want to hear it? I'd love to hear it. All right, mate, here we go. Anyway, I included my address this time, so just in case he wants to get back to me. Good idea. Rob Dad, 15 Credibility Streets. Dear Roger Waters, let me start by saying thank you for bringing a new album out because I've had that song that goes, ow, boom, boom, chicka, chicka, oh yeah, in my head for the last 25 years. And I think that one's about cars or something. Anyway, what made you think, I know, I'll do a new album? Because just think, you could have done another tour of The Wall. Or just to change things up a bit, do a tour of Dark Side of the Moon because I don't think people have heard that one enough yet. (laughs) Anyway, when you do do a new album, do you miss Dave Gilmore or do you still think he's a right fat cunt? <laughs> because I know you've had your rows and that. In fact, I was there at Abbey Road cleaning the toilets one day, but I looked through the window and I saw you pull, pull David's chair away from him just as he was about to sit down at the mixing desk. Anyway, his fucking fag which was hanging out, his gob flew out and landed in the slider marked Dave's guitars and jammed it up so no one could hear him play anymore. He got up and said, Oi, Rod, you've done that on purpose, you prick. And he went to throw a punch at you, but it was only lucky then that Paul McCartney came in and said, Come on, boys, stop fighting or you'll never get your new album out at this rate. Anyway, I just had to sneak off after that because I didn't want to see you two fighting. Uh... So it would be nice if you and Dave did get back together and made friends and done an album. I did see you give him a man cuddle at Live 8, but he wasn't having none of it. He won't. I suppose that's his fault as well, I suppose. Anyway, bye, love from Rod. Aw, Rod. So, see what he thinks of that. He might make him get back together with Dave, might it? I think that should do it. Imagine the work they could do together if he's putting out this solo. Yeah. If he's putting this out solo... And Dave's still doing Something, yeah. his guitars. <laughs> he's, he's doing Pure Moods fucking nine. Yeah. I mean, he must get jealous. He he must listen to the, this album and think, oh, yeah, music. You know, let's get back to that. I know. Not, not he, just a, he must know, must know. Not just a cash cow. I don't think Roger Waters has done it for for a prosperous thing. Like You know what I mean? He doesn't need the money, does he? Oh, God, not at all. No, and there's messages on here, like, you know? But then, 
why is he dead? Why is he tore the dark side? Why is he tore the dark side? I don't know. I think he, he feels like he's got... Stuff. A... It's like we said earlier, we go around a circle. Maybe he's being shrewd because it feels like when you play live, you've got to play the hits. Like, you know, it's not It's not like... um. Uh, If you went to see The Who, if they didn't do My Generation, you think, fucking idiots. Or if you went to see The Stones and they didn't do Jumping Jack Flash, you'd think, fuck you, man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So he's, he's got to play them. And he's he's given very little of the album as well. I think he's only playing about five oh, no, or six so tracks. I wouldn't. I'd do a whole... But He made a whole show of The Wall. Yeah, no, and he does. He still does thing. the wall. He's doing the wall on this album. The cunt's renting it in with fucking money, though. He, he has not stopped fucking touring. Yeah, I know. But just tour... Yeah. It'll play the hits. It'll play the hits. He'll just play the hits over and over again, won't he? Yeah. And that's annoying. Okay, so we've got our beat. So, like, yeah, go on. The beat or an end or it. We love the album. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a great album. Go and listen to it. Yes. I mean, I've, we definitely ain't done it fucking justice, but <laughs> listen to it nonetheless because it's fucking fantastic and it might change your way of thinking. Mm hmm. Uh, it might well do. Is that another episode of Isn't This Where We Came In? I think that's another episode in the can. Let's fucking kick Go. back and enjoy ourselves now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to tell him, I remember it. Remember years ago at the start of this podcast when uh, I was saying, right, yeah. must tell them our Twitter. Yeah. Must tell them our email. Oh, yeah. Must tell them subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. That's right. Can't be fucked with any of that. I'll tell them next week. Okay. And also, next episode, we'll be reviewing Tommy like usual. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. That's another episode of Isn't This Where We Came In? Done and Dusted. See you later, Robbie. See you, mate. See Bye. You. Bye. 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 Bye.